This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Date Night China explores life and love for better relationships in China. Every week, we hear from different guests and dive into dating, relationships, mental health, and how both expats and Chinese people connect with each other here in China. Join the Date Night community through our podcast and events in Beijing and Shanghai, and catch up on all the latest stories on our official WeChat account. Find our account on WeChat by searching Date Night China. No spaces, no capital letters. You can also join our WeChat group by adding Rachel, me, on WeChat. You can search Rachel Weiss twenty two, R A C H E L W E I S S twenty two. And now for this week's episode. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Date Night China. This is the 18th episode. 18. Wow, we're、Can、really going up there.、It? Yeah.、Mm. Um, and joining us today is Paul from the UK and Kalini from Fiji and the UK. So Paul and Kalini are a couple in China who have been waiting for three years to get married. They got engaged in 2019, and、uh, finally they were allowed to get married with the British consulate here in Beijing.、Um, and as a fun bonus, Nathan and I actually got. To attend their wedding here in Beijing、yeah. at the consulate, what an opportunity, especially for us since we do date night China. Yeah, it was our first time to see a、uh, international wedding at a consulate here, so that was、yeah. pretty cool. And and it was like a totally emotional day. Yeah, great people, great food. Yeah, loved it. It was great. So we're gonna get into that today.、Um, in this episode, we're gonna hear more about how they met in a small city in Shandong Province, how they're trying to plan a wedding during the pandemic, what that was like for them,、um, and what their wedding day at the consulate was like. So welcome to our guests. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> now, now you're you're there in you're you're back home in Shandong. So if there's a delay, listeners, it's because of that. Welcome, you guys, and let's start from the beginning a little bit when you both came to China. So, Paul, actually, one by one, can you tell us where you're from? How long have you been in China?、Um, and when did you guys first meet? So, starting with you, Paul. So I'm from Leeds in England. I came to China in 2015. Uh, to work as a an English teacher, ESL teacher, in Shandong, China, in、uh, Dongying, in Shandong, China. Sorry,、um, and then Kay、uh, Kalani came over a couple of months after me,、uh, and we met working at the same school, same English school. So Ooh, I've been、English、working there a couple of months. English teacher romance. Yeah.、Uh. <laughs> Did, did you ever make out one of those in, really in unusual ones? You know, <laughs> <laughs> we kept it strictly professional in the classroom. Oh why yeah, you, why oh, are you yeah. winking at me? Why you Why are you winking? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's still very hot. Not winking. <laughs> so who made the first move? Who showed more interest first? Oh my gosh, we um, we actually. Started. We we became really good friends, and then the school said, "Okay, you have an apartment to yourself." And because I was,、uh, I think, the only female foreign teacher at the time, so they told me that I could just wait until a new female、uh, teacher came, or I could ask one of the other teachers if、uh, they wanted to stay with me. It was like I, I had the choice, you know. So of course, I'm like scoping all of the other. <laughs> Teachers and like, okay, who's 
potential psycho who's not a psycho. And I was getting on really well with Paul. And I thought, I think he'd be a good flatmate. So in terms of the first move for that, I asked him to move in. Uh, so we actually started living together and were flatmates. Whoa. And then started traveling together. Uh before we even like started a relationship or started dating or anything serious wow. at all. So we friendship before dating. Really good friends. Yes. While also living in the same house. That's so cute. And then after all that time of seeing me in the apartment, walking around, just couldn't keep her eyes off me. And then she just fell head over heels. She, she just so snapped difficult. one day, didn't oh. she? She just buckled. No, just snapped, jumped on me. Yeah, just couldn't couldn't contain yeah. me in a passion any longer. I get it, mate. So I get it, mate. Had to, had to make me hers. Yeah. yeah. We, we had a similar story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was really tiny. Well, yeah, we, I know we did. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, we were like you. We were friends first for a long time before before anything romantic started happening. Yeah, we were yeah. friends for like eight months, probably. Yeah. yeah. And then... Then things happened. Mm. Yeah. But also, Kalani, I realized yeah. we didn't let you introduce yourself. <laughs> so tell us actually where you're from oh, and when you came to China. We just jumped right all over that. Uh, I am from Fiji, actually. So I was brought up and uh, I don't know, worked and lived and everything in Fiji. Um, but my parents are from different countries. So my mother is from Fiji and my dad is English. Um, so I have both those, those two sides, I guess. Uh, and I, I wasn't teaching before I came to China. Uh, I was working at a university doing recruitment. I've always been in, I'd always been in um, HR. And then this, it was like, you know, like one of those life-changing periods where like for a year, you're just slowly building up the feeling of like, okay, I feel like there's a change coming. I'm kind of done with this path I'm on and need a bit of an adventure or something. So I heard that uh, English teachers were in high demand, like around Asia, actually. And that China especially was like really kind of ravenous, I guess, for English teachers. So I just put my CV on one of these recruitment websites and I thought, okay, I'll just leave it there and see what happens. And somebody contacted me the next day. I mean, you know, China, things move so fast here. I was mm. so shocked. I think like the next day, somebody contacted me and they scheduled a video call interview with me within the next 48 hours. And then I had an offer letter within the week. And I was like reeling, you know. So that was a very exciting time uh, for me. Um, and coming to China was exciting in itself, like being like a single female traveler as well, coming to such a big country from such a small country. <laughs> and the language is all different. Like I hadn't learned any Chinese at all. And yeah, and then when I got, you know, things like getting picked up at the airport and it was like 10 o'clock at night and the HR guy who I'd been talking to was there to pick me up, but he was also there with two other Chinese guys. And they were there to pick me up in a van. That, and <laughs> the van was the only one left in the airport parking lot because Donging is quite a small city, comparatively speaking. 
And so everybody had left already. And I was like, oh, my organs. Say goodbye to my <laughs> organs. But yeah, so that was like all like very exciting. And then, um, yeah, and then I joined the same school as Paul. And when I got to know him, he was just such a lovely person and just made such a good impression on me. And I was like, okay, definitely flatmate. He's moving in. He's moving in. Because that mm. was, yeah. I really, really liked, I really liked you. I thought you were all right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you, you were. Okay. You were. Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah. So, so before then, though, just like before you, you were living together and, and you were forming this friendship. So was there a period where you were exploring the dating scene separately? Or seeing each other do that, or or did that just not happen? Yeah, there was. Um, when I arrived, uh, Paul had already been here a few months, and you were seeing somebody. Mm. He was seeing somebody, and then I think a few months later, I started seeing somebody as well. And so, yeah, we were kind of living as flatmates, as friends, but then having our own separate like personal life kind of thing but then uh yeah both Mm -hmm. both the people we were seeing uh ended up getting deported (laughs) in the same in the same week (laughs) so they were both uh both both teaching over here uh but i guess teaching without the correct paperwork or on the wrong bees or something along those lines yeah Uh, so they both ended up getting uh getting deported yeah um and And they actually left dongying in the same taxi to go to Beijing. So they yeah. left, they departed at exactly the same time in the That's same vehicle. Nuts. That's nuts. That's so, like what a yeah. Yeah. the universe is like pushing you together, making way for you guys to get <laughs> it's, together. It's as if somebody, somebody organized it all to get rid of Kalani's boyfriend <laughs> and his girlfriend at the same time. It's <laughs> bizarre. Yeah. It is bizarre. Isn't I it? remember us walking them, mm. walking them to the road because the taxi was there or something, and we were both standing there like, "Okay, bye," <laughs> waving them off like, "Oh, oh, what are the chances?" Eh? That's why. Just to that clarify, we, we we didn't get them kicked out of the country. That oh was... yeah. <laughs> and again, is it you, you're winking again, Paul? What's it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's kidding. just so hot. I don't know what it's like in Beijing, but it's so <laughs> hot and sweaty here in Dongying. I mean, it's it's and that's, is that night, why you're both so naked? It's the hottest part of the day. Uh, that's just that's what you said in the in the message you sent before. Yeah, I do we, request we, that from everybody. Have we misunderstood? I do. Yeah. No, 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 that's great. It's great. I do request that for every, okay, good, uh, every, good. every guest. Yeah. Uh, please don't, don't be alarmed. It's fine. Please show up naked, especially yeah. when we do the live recordings. That's that is a definite. Otherwise, I don't let people in the house. Like we we did have a question when you said, Oh yeah, it's uh, an audio podcast, but we will be recording the video. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't wonder. Um but uh well, yeah, we don't need to draw on it. What, what's what, what's the next question? No. <laughs> Yeah, so how did you go from being <laughs> friends to being in a relationship then? Did that kind of happen quickly then after being friends for a while? Not too quickly, I wouldn't say. Um, so we were already living together. Um, our old uh, significant others had both left. Mm. 
so then we started in the Chinese holidays doing some traveling together. Mm. Uh, so we visited. Uh, oh, where did we go now? Uh, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but Zhang uh, Zhajie, mm. the uh, inspiration for the Avatar Mountains. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, as well during that time mm, mm. went to Harbin for the snow and ice festival mm-hmm. um, beautiful and then it was mm. uh coming back from we did Guilin so we did some uh, tra- uh traveling down the uh Li river uh and then it was coming back from Guilin that I think things started to uh actually turn more towards the the romance side romantic yeah. that's a romantic place, place. just before that guilin trip i remember that we both went home for the holidays as well i remember going back to fiji and actually talking uh to my mom as well about him i was like oh, mm-hmm. i think i really like him oh it's really awkward i don't know if i should like him then he, uh paul i think was in the uk Obviously, doing the same thing, I think. Obviously. Yeah. yeah obviously. obviously. Chatting with his mom at the kitchen table, you know, about it. And so then when we came back from this holiday, I had kind of made up my mind that I think I really, really like him. And I think I want to try to um, see if this could be like genuinely like a proper relationship kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, our relationship, not just a friendship, yeah. And then as we went through the Guilin trip and enjoyed it, just like all of our other travels, and yeah, and then I just kind of started to feel a bit different, not like just uh, two friends traveling anymore. You felt a mm. bit like, you know, you have kind of have the feeling of uh, there's an attraction there that you got to kind of watch a little if I'm making sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Did you In feel Fiji, the same, You Paul? call it like Wende Wende. You call it Wende Wende where you're kind of like looking at each other and you're like, hey. And then like, oh, no. Oh, no, hey. I'm blushing. Oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> uh, I, I think for me, oh. at the start of it, I was uh, maybe more concerned than Kalani about if things were to go awry what would happen to the friendship like we're living together here in china we're working together if we start a relationship now what happens if it goes wrong like uh one of us moves out the apartment like how do we coexist in this small office together at school mm-hmm. like all those things were weighing weighing on my mind um but then i decided well i don't know if i'm allowed am i allowed to swear on this yeah Hundred percent. Yeah. So, in the end, I thought, well, fuck it. Like, let's uh, <laughs> let's go for it. I mean, yeah. she's she's a beautiful lady. We get on like a house on fire. Like, why why worry about the risk of what ifs? Just go for it. And if it all fails, then you're bigger and stronger than her, so you can stay in the apartment <laughs> and she can uh, <laughs> find somewhere else. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It took a very dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, so it, funny, though, like, it, it, you were thinking about that. It didn't that. go that way. <laughs> it would turn out great. Yeah. But, Paul, you were like me. Yeah, when yeah. when Nathan 
like was like, hey, what do you think? When I was Wendy, Wendy. Yeah, I was like, wait, but what if, <laughs> what if our friendship is ruined or what if it doesn't work out? Like mm. we were doing Day Night yeah. China together and I was really yeah. worried. I didn't want it to ruin our friendship. And I was like, oh, there's, yeah. there's too much at risk, mm. but it also has been okay. So, uh, <laughs> so it sounds yes. like us, us two are the uh, intellectual ones. Oh my gosh. And it's uh, these two who are the lead by the heart just yeah falls out jump yeah. in passion live yeah, life yeah. is passion me, me and Kay were just like just working on like carnal desire you know after you too there you go see see just, i just, just saw just you fall lust. and i was like that's it that's the one <laughs> that's right. the one while you were brushing your teeth there i was like yep it's him oh yeah mm. baby get those molars <laughs> mm. yeah. that's cute you know, it's then- funny too like no, it's no, like because living in China as well, I kind of understood like because Paul was at the time was like kind of hinting uh, to me like, you know, French, you got to be careful. You know, what if it all turns pear shaped? Because actually we were each other's best friends here with me and we really did everything together. We traveled together. We were very happy in our living space together, enjoyed each other's company and everything. And then like the idea of in the end, what if I lose this person and I'm in a, I'm still in a foreign country. And then I've learned that actually a lot of people around me are not people that I would want to spend 24 hours a day with. And, you know, it could end up being a big life change again, because actually a lot of, the pleasure that I got out of being in China was tied up in my friendship with Paul, you know, the traveling, the hanging out, the sharing new experiences as foreigners together in this environment, you know, Mm. which was just Mm. so, so lovely. And there was actually a bit of questioning about, am I, am I mistaking that this new fun experience with a nice person? Am I, mistaking it for something that actually it isn't you know i should probably like take it easy or something but you know if i take it easy it's just boring so i leave that uh worrying taking it easy thing to paul just let him worry about that and i just like go jump 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 Mm. (laughs) that's cool though i think it's great because i can understand there must be that worry especially when you were in a small city and so like when that person is like the person you do a lot with and is your support and kind of your family away from home um i mean that's so important in china like your community your friendship group that's that's your everything because you're not going to survive on just work alone right you know yeah especially when you're very true i mean i think in dongying at the time seven years ago they were only about like I would say like 50 foreigners in this city and it's a city of 2 million and it's like to have just 50 foreigners that I knew of and then to actually hang out with maybe like 25 of them that I would see regularly. That's a very, very small group, isn't it? And the expat community in China, like you say, is is supports, we all support each other. So. Yeah. It is our local family. So. I can think of 25 people, foreigners, that I try to avoid straight off the top of my head. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> that's that's no joke. <laughs> wow. But I'm glad. Right in if you think it's you. 
<laughs> but you guys, you made it. And um, then you were in a relationship. So how was it dating in, in Dongying and living together? Was it all kind of just the same? And now you're in a romantic relationship? Yeah, um, yeah I would I so. say so. I mean, working together, uh, when we first got together, we didn't make it public knowledge. Mm, um, we didn't hide away from it. We just didn't do a big announcement. So mm. at school, things were just kept very professional. Uh, so nobody at school particularly knew. It wasn't until uh, going out out and about and then people seeing us uh, sharing a kiss here and there uh, and thinking, hey, oh, Paul and Kay, hey? Oh, that's oh, happening. Okay. They waited long enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of that. There was a lot of like, oh, finally, okay, sure. Because we know you, what you guys have been up to since the beginning, and I was like, oh, God. I mean, there's people who are still like who have been here as long as we have, and we're like, nah, you can't fool us. We know what you guys are doing ever since you guys lived together. And I'm like, okay, believe whatever you want to believe. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was actually as innocent and as organic and staged like that. You know, mm. as it was, and we did try to keep it quite private. So while we were figuring it out in the beginning, too, you know? yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, that we was tried to do that too. Was, but yeah, we, we everybody knew. Everybody knew. Yeah, yeah. We we weren't screened at all. Actually, we, we were, thought we, so, we we thought we were being discreet. Are, are there any episodes of this podcast where you are secretly together? But hadn't announced it to the podcast audience. Oh, good question. Oh, thank you. you I'm. To, uh, oh. <gasps> I guess. Journalism, I yeah. guess actually, we we sort of finished the podcast around about the time that we got together. So I think maybe by Morag's episode. Yeah, in by the very one? by the very last one. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think we did announce it though. No, no, we definitely. So didn't that's it. a good yeah, question, yeah. Paul. I don't think yeah, we had yeah. announced it, but we yeah. had a season break, and by season two, then it was the big announcement. And also, we were season one was very messy. So even looking back now, you know, we, it's not as if we did it like uh, the podcast <laughs> um, uh, week by week. <laughs> you know, like we 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 missed a few episodes just because nobody was well. People were listening, but like it was very much um, a little bit free flowing back then. You know, this this you know three years on, yeah, yeah, three years on, we're a little bit more regimented and and purposeful, I'd say. But uh, I'd say by definitely the last episode of season one, we were to get you know we were together. Yeah. Hmm. Oh wait, no. Oh, I think it'll be interesting just, to go back. Maybe just. Yeah, maybe I don't know, actually. Yeah, we will have to fact check oh that. Yeah, actually. No, think about it. Yeah. Be think exactly. about our, our anniversary. Yeah. You know, we finished round about May as well. So So guys, uh tell us about the engagement then and how that came about. So that was we got engaged. We had a spring festival trip to Finland. Uh, so the idea of the trip being to search for the Northern Lights, uh, the Aurora Borealis in Finland. So we went to Lapland uh -huh. and uh, we got there. So I'd planned, right, okay, romance, let's let's get done. Uh, Aurora Borealis, beautiful nightlight sky thing, stunning. Let's do a proposal under there. Uh, and then, It makes it sound so romantic. Eh? Right, Aurora Borealis, right, okay. Check that's out, right. Pure yeah. Yorkshire romance. Right. <laughs> this is as, as as romantic as Yorkshiremen get. I love you know. I think he's doing a backup job. 
Uh, <laughs> it sounds like you just grab my shoulders and put me to the sky and like, there you go. Look at it. It's beautiful. Let's go. Marriage. <laughs> so, yeah, nothing more to say, really. Kay just explained the whole thing. Though. <laughs> so before we went, I was like, right. OK, so proposal. Um, so uh, got the ring, hid it away in the bags, got to the airport. I was thinking, shit, they're going to tell me to empty my bag at the uh, security line at the airport. But luckily, got away. She didn't see anything. None the wiser, made it there. And then uh, stage two then was finding these bloody northern lights, which are extremely temperamental. So uh, we were there how long? Maybe 10 days? Yeah, something like that. 10 days. 10 days. Uh, we did several nighttime excursions in the hopes to see the lights. So you can't, uh, there's no uh, forecast per se. Like there's times where you've got a better chance, but no definites. So the first maybe week we hadn't seen anything. And like that ring in my pocket was burning and burning. I was like, oh, maybe I just find some really nice snow. Like the, the, <laughs> the whitest, uh, powderiest, most beautiful snow ever. Um, so, uh, but I was like, no, 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 keep trying. So they have this thing called the, uh, I think it's a KP index or something yeah which is about the magnetic science in the air that determines the best probable time for the uh, to see the lights and we uh one evening uh we decided to climb up a, a snowy snowy hill no no paul decided yeah. i was not paul decided right we've had dinner we did, yeah. did our, all our daytime activities oh Oh, okay. Tonight, apparently, we're supposed to be seeing the lights. It's mm -hmm. exhausting, you know. It's such a beautiful, beautiful environment. And, and the people there are so lovely. But the temperatures were like minus 40, I think, uh, in, <gasps> at night. Minus 45 sometimes. And in the day, even, it was like minus 30. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, like, the hotel, actually, it was so cold. The hotel had given us extra thermal clothing, like big uh what do you call them like overalls uh, uh -huh. that you clip on the top and they'd given us boots and hats because they just knew that whatever we had brought it was never going to be enough and so that's what we lived in all day every day and in those temperatures it's surprising how quickly you get tired just walking around you know? and we'd been out every evening including that evening We'd been out um, like tramping up and down a couple of the hills and slopes. And yeah, and then we got back to the hotel room and then Paul's KP index started saying, oh, it's looking good. It's looking good. So Paul was like, right, okay, put your overalls back on. We're getting back out there. And I was like, oh, okay, 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 we can do this. But damn, I was tired as, man. But yeah, we were, I didn't know what you would, doing uh, uh so I we found found this uh this hill uh <sighs> climbed to the top it was a, a ski slope so uh we were staying in like a log cabin uh in a sort of ski resort area so circling the uh the hotel and the log cabins was a, a ski slope so mm. uh climbed to the top of this ski slope which was hell uh <laughs> sinking down to the thigh in the snow <laughs> and then going all the way in the snow and whoa, exhausting. Uh, 
<laughs> got got to the top though, and by the time we got to the top, the uh, Northern Lights were there. Yeah, uh, we could see them dancing in the sky. Oh, um, it's like right, okay, set. So uh, we started doing some uh, photos, um, putting the uh, the timer on the phone, putting the phone in a glove in the snow, and then getting in position. So after we'd taken a couple, I was like, right, let's do one more, and then set the timer on. Uh, ran up to her and then uh, as the timer was counting down dropped to one knee <gasps> yeah. and then it was like and Kay was like what are you doing I was like okay oh, I freaked out. <laughs> wait we're taking a photo don't move <laughs> so we had this this beautiful moment of me down in one knee in the snow Kay thinking oh and I then, thought oh my god what are you doing he's dropped something he's dropped just leave it leave it pick it up after the photo just leave it <laughs> stand up <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then yeah, and then he was looking at me, and I was like, "Oh, I see. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, I see." So then, uh, yeah, there, after there the after the photo, uh, went went ahead with the proposal. Hmm. Uh, luckily, she said yes, which was nice. Uh-huh. Uh, and then we have a so we've got a a nice kind of blurryish, uh, silhouette-y kind of photo of us with the lights in the it's sky behind photo. us it's beautiful it's uh, a great engagement photo i remember asking you i was like is this from the real moment because you know sometimes you miss the moment and couples have to recreate it which is okay i i would totally do the same thing yeah. but like <laughs> yeah i would i'd be like wait reenact that but you were like no 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 that was like from the actual moment so i was like oh that's, that's so yeah. beautiful well done paul yeah and yeah. and um uh, isn't it strange that the index you're looking for the kp index is is your also your yeah. initials <laughs> so right funny i don't know if we've ever didn't even joked really about or mentioned that, that before but that yeah that's there we go what's a serendipity right there you remember yeah. when we came to we came to beijing and then i think paul was trying to explain about this sciencey thing forecast and neither of us could remember what it was so actually as we're chatting i'm like looking for my phone what's the northern lights forecasting called and it came up kp index yeah, like, so it's a cleaning pole. It's a cleaning yeah. pole index. Aww. That's it. <laughs> so yeah. So there you got go. engaged, and then you came back to China, right? And then how was but wedding things went, planning? Yeah, things went awry. Then trying to get married after that, right? During the pandemic, or right before the pandemic. We thought we had a quite a big job anyway. So my family being in the UK. Kalani's family being in Fiji. So it's like, right, okay, two weddings. So we put the deposit down on a place in uh, in England. We spoke to the, what was it, the Archbishop of the of Polynesia. Polynesia, some big, big wig church guy in uh, in <laughs> Polynesia, which I thought was very impressive. I had a meeting with him and he said he'd he'd marry us um, yeah, nice. together, not uh not us marry him. Uh, no, but he was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was nice, but <laughs> we just met. <laughs> so we had. So we were set. We had um, wedding in the UK. I think in uh, July it would have been June. June, July. It was June, I think. And then uh, following up with the second wedding in Fiji. This was going to be in 2020, I it believe. It was, yeah. Uh, and then, boom, COVID. Yay. Oh, my gosh. We'd actually had uh, friends and family who had bought uh, their flight tickets already. <gasps> so they'd booked their flights and paid for them. And they were looking at hotels and stuff. 
already because we'd confirmed the dates. So especially Paul's family were like ready for the trip to Fiji. And because it is such a big trip, literally Fiji and England are on opposite ends of the earth. So mm. what is it? It's, uh, so the UK is zero of Fiji, and Fiji is uh, t- t- 12 hours, whatever it is, 180. So anyway, the day starts in Fiji, but it used to until some kind of politics move the timeline, whatever. Day starts mm. in Fiji, and then uh, exactly on the other end is the Greenwich Mean Time starting. So... Mm. I, I don't know. I like to think about that. It's uh, quite interesting. We've come from opposite ends of the earth and literally, met each other. yeah. And then our families were willing to make such a massive effort to travel so far as well that they had bought the tickets and they were so excited. And um, that actually, it we went to Fiji for uh, 2019 Christmas, and. Uh, so Paul had his first tropical Christmas and we had, there was a cyclone and everything and the power got cut. And so he got like a proper, <laughs> proper <laughs> tropical Christmas Fiji style <laughs> uh, while we were there. And then when we got back to China, we started uh, pushing ahead with the wedding plans in, in spite of this virus, which we thought, well, it's not really anything massive. It's going to go away in like a month or so. Um, so we'd better just start buying our tickets and stuff. Better get my dress, you know. And then Chinese government made this like big announcement, I think. What is it? January that they were starting the yeah. lockdowns. And then we were told, okay, we're going to have to start teaching online. And then the news just sort of started building and building. But I think even by March, if not April, the rest of the world was kind of still seeing it as like, well, that's a China problem, not an us problem. Okay. Yeah. And we, we were like in two minds about it. I was a bit more certain that this was going to affect our plans, but we like held off as long as possible from like canceling or anything. But I think by April, we just decided, yeah, we can't do anything about this. Flights are being canceled. I remember there was a, uh, an evacuation, a lot of evacuation flights, right? UK evacuation flights, American evacuation flights. And I thought, mm. wow, like governments are literally evacuating their citizens out of the country and blocking visitors from this country. Like something serious is going on here. So, yeah. And then, of course, it turned out that it was pretty serious. <laughs> and um, so we had to contact everybody and tell them, Hey, sorry, guys. Um, looks like we're going to have to postpone, move it from June to maybe October. But we're still accepting all, <laughs> still accepting all hours at this point. So. Yeah. yeah, sure, of course. Wow. So when did it dawn on you that actually this is, this is not blowing over? And uh, I mean, even working out that like it's physically difficult to get married, say if you went for, for go, you know, mm. friends and family visiting, like even that suddenly then became a problem, right? Following finding out that, okay, so the weddings abroad are not going to happen anytime soon. Um, that was about April, I think I remember. Yeah. Mm. So like, right. Okay. So 
we'll hold up we'll hold off a bit we'll see i mean can't can't last forever can it uh i mean here we are what, two years later yeah but um so it's like right we'll hold we'll hold off for a bit uh so we held off uh maybe a year i thought right well fuck it's not mm. it's not nothing's changing here yeah so we started looking into right how do we get married in china like we mm. can have the official marriage uh thing here and then when we can get back we'll have the big big parties in the uk and fiji and a proper celebration with the family but at least over here we can yeah. get it done uh but then obviously because uh because life hates us uh a couple of years ago they changed the law in china that two foreigners can't get married so we're like yeah. oh shit okay. just a few months before we uh had made the decision that okay we'll just get the paperwork done anyway yeah. and then when we started looking into mm. getting it done then i saw oh okay about two months ago they just changed the law Oh, cool, 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 cool. It's like you had so many good universe signs in the beginning, getting yeah. together and the proposal. And the KP. And the KP. Index. And then both of your, the people you were dating left, like all of these signs coming together. And then now it's like all these signs are like, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I think it must have been like, okay, so <laughs> you look like you're strong enough now. Boom, here's a challenge. Boom, here's another one. Let's see mm, how you handle mm. this one. But eventually you did, right? I mean, because then it was then yeah. a few years later or however long it was, um, you you did actually plan a wedding here. Yeah. So what happened with the consulate here? How did that come about? Yeah. So I, I applied to the consulate. I uh, found out after doing some uh, internet sleuthing, found out, right, okay, we can get married at the UK consulate. No worries. Easy, set, done. Uh, so contacted them they've stopped doing weddings because of covid brilliant so we kept on <laughs> uh kept on at them uh, phoning them emailing them can we can we get married now please please sir please can we have a wedding please sir excuse me sir awfully sorry to bother you again but might we possibly maybe uh have a wedding if that's okay literally um we got to the point where we we were looking at uh we found out you can do online weddings in uh the state of Ohio, I think it is in yeah. uh, Utah. America. Utah, Utah is it? Utah, yeah. We've known a lot of people doing that lately. Um, so we we looked into that, and just as we were umming and ahhing over it, then we finally got an email from the uh, from the consular, UK consular, saying, "Do you know what? You can have a wedding." <laughs> and boom! So uh, wait, no, and then boom! Beijing started to go into lockdown. Yeah. Right at just at the end of the big Shanghai like scare, you know, oh, they had yeah. terrible lockdown. Yeah, then terrible. Beijing started to like, oh, I think we're gonna lock down. So, so we, that yeah. just like, oh god. We had our first wedding date. Um, I think early to mid June was it maybe? Mm. Uh, and then just as we were about to go like the day or so before, yeah. Then Beijing started hitting a uh, lockdown. Everyone was uh, doing tests every uh, two days and yeah we're like oh shit so uh we spoke to them and they said yeah it might be best to postpone it for a little bit so postponed it for a month and then uh it was still not ideal conditions um especially compared to at the moment dongying's had no no cases um so we're doing like weekly tests at the moment mm. um 
But then the difficulty with that is it makes uh, the Dongying authorities like hyper hyper vigilant, hyper paranoid mm-hmm. about any imported cases, you know. So as soon as I told our community manager, because we had to report any um, travel outside the city, as soon as I reported that we were going to Beijing for a bit, and it was just like, this was the most stressful thing on earth for her, you know. She was just like, oh God, okay, you need to do this and you're going to need to do this and send me the form for this. Tell me exactly the community, the Seltzhou, whatever that you're going to. Oh, wow. And like the lockdown when, oh, sorry, not lockdown. What do you call it? Isolation. Mm-hmm. You'll have to isolate for two weeks when you come back from Beijing. Um, at first it was seven days in a hotel isolation and then 14 days isolation at home so i was like 21 days isolation just for a trip to beijing and back again like yeah so they were really like paranoid so that meant basically um more than a month of work combined with the embassy's requirement for getting married uh, because they have a two weeks bans process so i just love that photo of the notice of our upcoming marriage when they uh, put our names in and then stuck it on the embassy door. I love that. Uh, So that went up for two weeks, you know, so that two weeks plus the seven days plus the 21 days. And oh my goodness, that's a lot of arrangement we have to do beforehand. So, yeah. So eventually we got to Beijing, the wedding was planned. Mm. The only thing we needed was uh, two witnesses. And because of, as Clayney said, the, uh, we would have to miss like a month of work uh, for this mm. wedding. So to ask any of our friends here to come with us and them also miss a large amount of time of work, mm. it, it wasn't it wasn't possible. Um, it it yeah. wouldn't be nice of us to ask someone to do that. Yeah. Well, so we I also think that maybe, uh, you know, maybe those friends are not your real friends at all and, and, and real friends would come to the wedding, <laughs> in, my, in my personal opinion. But, you know, what do I know? What do I know? Now we can't share the link. See, we were going to share to all of our friends this podcast, but uh, I don't mean that, real friends. No, I'm sure that was difficult and really hard. Um, but that was just so. But really, that's how we met. Yeah, yeah, that's how we met, and that exactly. was exactly. So-, so this is how how you guys come into the story. There you go. And it was so 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 nice actually to like have you guys as the witnesses because it was so. The way that we were, we were in Beijing, we'd asked a couple of friends if maybe they were free because we only have like literally a couple, two friends in Beijing. Yeah, we're not very likable people. <laughs> and they were both busy because they uh, uh, they're teachers as well. And so they literally fell on their teaching days. So, yeah, you found us when basically we were just fishing in uh, foreigners WeChat groups like, please, is anybody out there? Does anybody want to be our witness? We'll buy you lunch, please. So I guess yeah. uh, you guys can continue the story from here. Yeah, so um, I think a friend notified us. And then because I guess they probably thought of me and Rachel because of what we do and thought it was dead romantic. And then, you know, I, I sent Rachel a quick message. I had to go into the British WeChat group, which I, I'm not generally a part of. Um, so I joined that um, and uh, sent out a message. And uh, it was pretty straightforward in there. I said, hello, we'd like to come. Uh, and that was pretty much yeah. it, really. And then we all got chatting. And then we, um, because you were in Beijing for a little while, um, 
And you suggested that maybe we um, uh, we go out before to get to know you before the the big day, uh, and we went to the the lovely, uh, very British themed uh, pub, the Arrow Factory, mm. and we had a lovely evening getting to know you both. Yeah, I just thought it was so special too, like and happy that we could be there and 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 just meet you guys because I just felt like oh, like when it's your wedding day and you guys have been through so many things trying yeah. to get to this point, and then you can't even have your friends or your family, um, and we're like, well, hopefully we can just go and be part of that because I would I would just feel the same way. You're like, well, I hope some nice people will will step in and not some strangers, some weirdos. Were you worried a bit that who might show up or were you like, hey, oh god, yeah. So be, before before we met you guys for the meal, we we're like, right, there's a couple of ways this can go down. Yeah. <laughs> Num- number one, there are a couple there are a couple of practical jokers who think it's hilarious to mess us around and then we'll be stood there waiting yeah. ages and ages and you'll never turn up. up second one was <laughs> oh they're obviously swingers yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's where this is going um, they want more than lunch in payment <laughs> so we have to have a seri- serious discussion about what we were willing to do to get married <laughs> it's been a struggle you know uh, got a question third third option was uh obviously black Black market organ dealers. Um, obviously, yeah. Obviously, uh, yeah. and it, and again, like we looked online, you can live with just one kidney, so it we was thought, an okay. option. We thought, okay, that's oh. that's how far we can go for that scenario. Gotcha. God. But then we, when when we could have gotten a lot more out of this, and, we could have got a lot more out of this. Two kidneys. <laughs> oh. Damn. Too late. Too late. No refunds. That would have been a new flat screen TV and, and then some, you know? Damn. Yeah. Man, we were so happy when we when you guys sat down and then we started chatting and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it was so a lovely. big, it's like, relief. Scenario. Okay, these are yeah. just genuinely nice people. Yeah. And, <laughs> no. oh my God, thank you. Yeah, like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were happy. No. We were so happy. It was really cool to meet at Aero Factory. And then, and then like the wedding day, I think like we met you guys at a Starbucks before and you were both like dressed up. You were in your white dress. Looking very dapper. Yeah. Beautiful. Had your hat on, Paul. You looked great. Um, and I think I was, I was just really curious what would happen. Like we hadn't been to a consulate wedding before and mm. what was going to happen. Yeah. Where would it be? Like, so how did that work for you guys? Were you surprised by the process or was it kind of like what you expected? So the actual process itself, they'd um, given us the basics when we'd gone in to make, what do they call it? The application or the declaration or something. Like uh, that. No, notice of marriage. Oh, that's it. Notice of marriage. And um, so I remember asking, where will they do the actual ceremony thing? And we were standing in the reception area and she was standing behind the plexiglass thing. And uh, she just pointed in the reception area. She's like, There. I was like, in front of oh, the picture okay. of the queen. In front of the picture of the queen. Yes. Okay, cool. There was a picture of the like queen. The six uh, reception area seats. So I think we both looked around and were like kind of taking it in like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. But she might have taken it as sort of like, oh, I don't think they're very happy about this. So she said, don't worry, we'll like lock the door and everything. So like, you know, we'll make it private. Mm. And I was like, okay, we'll, make, cool. we'll make it private. But there was that sign on the outside of the door, which was really great. Yeah. It was the door. What did it say? It was like, today is your marriage. If anyone is going to object, 
Um, Please go to the security yes. guard at the front or something. Yeah. Because that's what you do in yeah. a wedding. You know, if anybody doesn't want it. these two people to marry, <laughs> speak now or forever hold your peace. Yeah. Uh, but, yes. you know, there it's like, no, go to the security guard. What would he do? Yeah. Like, if somebody objected, what was going to happen? I don't know. We should have like slipped him. Oh, a they were they were serious as well. <laughs> yeah, we should have, we should have slipped him a fifty and said, if anybody comes to you, we're going to like a dumbass request like that. You keep them there. Take them out. They've got a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> that notice was up for the full two weeks. Apparently, I thought the funniest thing was that they, it, I think legally they have to put it in a public area or public, put mm-hmm. it as a public notice thing. But the funny thing to me is that. Anybody of the of the public would have to get past the security guard first and to right. have an appointment to get to the door to be able to see the notice. It would be a big hassle there, to try to object to this wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yes. Yeah. And also in the middle of Beijing, like <laughs> I don't know what. And yeah, so I, I guess the best advice is if you're going to get married at the consular, don't piss off any of the embassy staff. Because yeah. they're the people who are going to be walking past this notice of marriage and yeah. might have uh, have something to say. So, yeah, mind your yeah. P's and Q's and uh, mm. top uh. tip. Yeah. But uh, what was what was cool, um, you know, um, for for my big day with you guys um, was like our sign- big day. The our our big, our <laughs> big, you're right. Our big day was was signing the book. You know, like, I didn't expect to do that. I thought we were I just didn't, there. I didn't think we were going to do like, anything. Literal witnesses, but then it's like, oh yeah, you do have to sign the book. You know, it, yeah. you know, and th- and that was kind of cool. Yeah, our names are in that book. That's yeah, yeah, forever. Pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, forever. You two, uh, and thank goodness you've been so lovely. You two will have a part of our of our marriage forever and ever it was great i was i was was getting a bit emotional emotional even though it was just kind of in that you know when you were saying the vows and like i do and stuff official because i guess that who was that guy was he he wasn't the ambassador was he he was just an officially the the ambassador to china i I think he was a deputy ambassador yeah he was deputy, deputy ambassador. ambassador oh deputy yeah. ambassador okay because he was official and he's done he does all the weddings oh, wow. right that's quite high up yeah and he you know he was really lovely as well he was like positioning you guys he was like you might you might want to stand this way for the photos so it could yeah. be like nice against the wall because you had the you had the union jack and you had the queen in the background yeah lizzie was there yeah also a tip for anybody who does this you can only have one camera you can bring your phone or a camera but everybody else you can't bring them in yeah, mm. good, good, tip. good, yes. good advice. And you're know. not allowed to film videos in there, no but video. you can take photos. Yeah. yeah so. And to, to be fair, like all of the staff that we interacted with were great. Um, mm. The only issues we ever encountered was just like the general sort of bureaucratic bullshit that the initial goes along with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. Is, is just, I, I guess, the system, but all of the people from. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think we dealt with maybe four people at the consular. Yeah. And they're all very helpful, very friendly, yeah. happy to do it. Um, mm. just they were had to work around uh yeah, what the system they had to work around. Yeah. It was such a special thing to be a part of and so unique, you know. It's not as if yeah. these opportunities anywhere to be, you know, to be witnesses and guests and get to know a couple. Um, that are strangers, you know, and and what what a wonderful thing to be a part of, and we were so lucky to do it. So thank you ever so much for you know choosing us. You could have gone for like a Plan B people or some more people. You could have put the call out again, but you didn't. Um, so thank you. 
Yeah, it was so it was so lovely, and we were really happy we could we could be there. Yeah, mm. congrats, you two. You yeah, congrats. Congrats. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, just uh, just as we wrap up, have you got for any couples out there um, or people wanting to get illegal green cards um, and uh, get a new passport? Um, any advice <laughs> on getting married in China? So. Uh, just for people who might generally be interested, um, so myself and Kalani are both uh, British citizens, so we were able to get married at the UK consular. Mm. There were options on the forms uh, for if one of them, uh, one of the couple is not from the UK, where are they from? And it looks like the only additional uh, thing they needed was a single certificate. Mm. Uh, from their home country mm -hmm. so say you're uh, an Englishman and, a, and an American lady uh, or a Chinese lady oh. Oh. considering we're in China yeah well they wouldn't need to go to the embassy oh no yes uh, yeah um, so if you're uh, an Englishman say Yorkshireman and an American lady <laughs> yeah. uh, mm. then the American lady you just have to go to the uh, American embassy get um, a single certificate proving that she's not not been married anywhere else that she, uh, uh, yeah. uh, and then should, in theory, uh, not have any problems. Yeah. Um, from what we could tell from the paperwork, that is. Yeah. Uh, because mm. I'm a dual citizen, I got one just in case anyway from Fiji. Um, so, and it seemed like a, a very straightforward process and seemed like a very standard thing that they were issuing all the time. So I would assume it would be like that in all countries, that it's just like, Okay, just confirm that you've never been married, and there you go. Here's your letter. Mm, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, if you uh, contact uh, Nathan or Rachel about being witnesses, they turn up on time, they're punctual, they dress well, oh. bring a camera there. One. Yeah. One. Like, yeah. If, if we can put a Yelp review or yeah. a, <laughs> uh, what's he it over out here? Of five stars. Mm. Yeah. Aww. Wow. Thank wow. you. Wow. I'm going to share that with everybody. Yeah. What a great review. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story. Uh, and um, please, um, yeah, just keep in touch and let us know how the wedding and, and married life goes. You know, like maybe we do yeah. a follow-up episode, you know, you know, on the, the other the weddings abroad. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> there must be quite a lot of interesting wedding stuff going on, especially with this COVID and so many foreigners away from home. Mm, like, yeah, must be quite a few um, romances being confirmed around. Should be some very interesting stories. Definitely. Well, we we yeah. were a COVID romance. Yeah, you know? and the, the yeah, quite interesting. Is so is there a is there a cool phrase for a COVID romance yet? Like a oh. lock, lockdown get down or... <laughs> oh, ooh, I like uh, that though. You just made it. Yeah. Oh, I don't, Hashtag I don't know. that copyright I don't, I don't like already. That. <laughs> yeah. A lockdown get down. I don't know if I want my name associated with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Okay. Okay, guys. Well, thanks a lot. And uh, thanks for being on the show. Bye. Bye. Bye.